What's up guys? How we doing? Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Brian Carter 99 A49ers podcast. Let's get going. So real quick, basically, I'm just going to go through. We're going to do the full 90 man roster going into training camp. And we're just going to go position group by position group. I'm not going to take a ton of time, um, but I am going to try and talk a little bit about everyone, at least so much as I think is worth mentioning. In other words, do we see them making the 53? Uh, what do we think their impact will be? Or is this somebody where, you know, they're a bubble player? Is this a bubble guy? Are they going to make the team? Are they going to be fighting it out for a very tight roster spot? Uh, for example, I think realistically we're going to see five, maybe six wide receivers that end up making the final 53. We've got like 10 wide receivers that we're going to talk about. I think the five that we know are pretty well set, but can someone show out to make number six? That's just one example. But anyways, um, I'm going to break these down. So I hope that you enjoy these. And uh, with that, let's get going. So starting it out on offense with, of course, quarterback. So who are the quarterbacks that are on the 49ers going into training camp? There's currently four quarterbacks on the roster. Usually Shanahan keeps two along with one on the practice squad. So I think that's probably what we can expect. Obviously, Trey Lance, he is the starter. Very excited to see what this kid does. Um, he's young. He's talented. He's got the physical ability. He's got a very strong arm. He seems to have the the maturity and the mental capacity there. He's a very intelligent young man. He's a very mature kid. And, uh, we're going to get a chance to see how good he is. Uh, you know, he has a huge arm. He can throw the ball 70 yards. He doesn't always have the tightest spiral. He's had some accuracy, accuracy concerns, but all in all, very excited. He's big, strong, physical, big arm. Um, I've heard a lot of different comps. I've heard some people say that he is a uh, kind of like a Josh Allen light. I've heard other people compare him to like a more physically gifted Dak Prescott. Um, some old school comps. I've heard some people say, uh, Donovan McNabb or Steve McNair, just in terms of like some p potential play style comps. And those all sound pretty good. You know, if, if you were telling me that with Trey Lance, I'm going to get something between a Josh Allen, a Dak Prescott, a Steve McNair, and a Donovan McNabb, I'd be like, sign me up for 10 years of that, <laughs> you know, because those are all really good guys. Obviously, we don't really know. Um, I really like that Trey Lance is aggressive, but he's conservative. And what I mean by that is that what Trey Lance has showed is that he likes to attack down the field, but he's very careful 
with his decision making in terms of where he throws the ball. Trey Lance has never been someone who has a lot of turnovers. Uh, you go back to his college, he only had one turnover, one interception. I don't know if he had any fumbles, but he had one interception his entire college career. Granted, he only played a little over one season. He played a full season, went undefeated, 17-0, won the national championship for the FCS. Uh, zero interceptions that season uh, to go with, I think... If I remember correctly, I think it was like 27 passing touchdowns, a bunch of rushing touchdowns, like 35 total touchdowns, zero interceptions. So didn't throw a lot of turnovers or didn't throw a lot of interceptions. Then he had that one random game where the season was canceled. and They were like, hey, we'll give you a game. And he threw an interception. Um, this last year he had, if I remember correctly, five total interceptions and or five total touchdowns in his two and a half games with two interceptions, which is still above a two to one ratio, which to me, two to one ratio, that is like, that's the bare minimum of what you want for a starting NFL quarterback. You got to have a two to one ratio. If you got three to one, awesome. But two to one, you got to have at least a two to one ratio of touchdowns to interceptions. So Trey Lance, he likes to be aggressive downfield, but he's conservative with when he throws the ball. And I, I feel like the interceptions that he had last season, it wasn't a bad decision. It was just an inaccurate throw. So he had one where the first, uh, if I remember correctly, the interception that he threw against Arizona, uh, it was one where he was trying to, he was moving around the pocket. He was starting to scramble and he was trying to throw it to, um, Oh, what's his name? He's not on the team anymore. Travis Benjamin. And Travis Benjamin was open. And what he had to do was he had to layer it over the linebacker and then down to Travis Benjamin and not go throw it too far to the safety. Because it was like linebacker behind the linebacker, like five yards, eight yards or so was Travis Benjamin. And then another five or eight yards back was a safety. Just got to layer it over the linebacker. And unfortunately... He just had bad mechanics. He was scrambling, tried to throw on the run. If he would have just set his feet and thrown a, you know, a good little touch pass there, wouldn't have been an interception. That was one of two. So again, good decision, just uh, bad mechanics, not not an accurate throw. So I really liked that Trey is seems to be a good decision maker, and it sounds like he's been working a lot on his mechanics and his accuracy this offseason. So very excited to see Trey Lance develop. He's 22 years old, huge levels of talent, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, QB2 is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, he cleared or passed his physical today, and he's as good as gone. Um, the team no longer is going to be um, you know, hung up by potentially... Seven and a half million dollars uh, that they'd be liable for for injury, uh, so they can cut him right now and clear twenty-five ish million dollars in cap space. I don't think they're going to need it this season, but cap space does roll over, and an extra twenty-five million next year would be pretty helpful when you're talking about extending Debo, extending Nick Bosa, and then continuing to build a roster around a quarterback on a rookie deal. So $25 million next year would be very valuable 
And that's one very good reason not to have Jimmy G, especially since they've already announced they're moving on. Uh, but we all know who Jimmy G is. Uh, whether you love him, you hate him, if you're like me, you kind of you like the guy, you like the teammate, but you think as far as as an NFL quarterback, he's just he's just solid. He's he's a just barely below average to sometimes above average quarterback, depending on the game. Sometimes he's in that 10 to 15 range. Sometimes he's in that 20 to 25 range. I think that Chris Sims put him right at like 20, which I think that's fair. He's not quite average, but he's not bad. He's just, he's okay. But we're moving on from him. So I really like Jimmy the person. I like Jimmy the teammate. I like what Jimmy did for the team. But we're done with Jimmy. We're moving on. He will either be traded or cut uh, before the season starts. I'm pretty convinced by the language that they used. After him, we have Nate Sudfeld, who seems to be the de facto backup. They paid him a guaranteed $2 million to be the backup. Nate Sudfeld is the ideal QB3 clipboard holder. So his job is just to be a solid dude in the quarterback room that can say, hey, Trey, this is what I've seen. He's got a couple extra years of experience. Uh, I believe this is his uh, fifth or sixth or something like that season. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick here since I got the rosters here. Uh, cool. Sudfeld. This is his, he's going into his sixth season. So, you know, he's got some experience. Um, he's not a good quarterback. He's only played a couple games and he's never been worthy of a starter. And you really don't want him playing other than, you know, preseason games. But he's probably going to be a good guy in the quarterback room. So that's Nate Sudfeld. Um, if I were to put a bet on it, I would say we have Trey Lance and Nate Sudfeld are the two quarterbacks on the final 53. Which brings us to the final guy, Brock Purdy. Uh, Brock Purdy out of Iowa State was drafted with the very last pick in the NFL draft. He is Mr. Irrelevant. Um, I think the, the best case scenario, in my opinion, for Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy is Nick Mullins. And I mean that in the best possible way, because even though Nick Mullins is not a starting quarterback and he's going to be a career backup, he came in, he executed the offense he won some games. He was not quite a 500 quarterback. And that's kind of what you're looking for is with your backup. The, the goal of your backup quarterback is honestly, you're hoping that with your backup quarterback over the course of two to four games, he can go 500. You know, um, you're not expecting him to be incredible or anything like that, but that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping, Hey, if Trey, I don't know, gets hurt. He has to sit out for three games. Purdy goes one and two or two and one by just being able to execute the offense enough to get the team a win or two. And again, you know, if, if we end up getting this guy with literally the last pick in the NFL draft and we keep him around for three or four years on a rookie contract, 
and he ends up being a solid backup for three or four years, to me, that would be ideal. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to be Tom Brady or anything like that. My ideal situation is that Brock Purdy ends up becoming Nick Mullins. My guess, honestly, is that he will probably have a uh, similar style of trajectory as well as Nick Mullins, where he's probably going to be on the practice squad when all things are said and done. And then maybe next year he ends up making the team as the guy, as a backup um, on one of those restricted deals. And we keep him around for like two years as a backup quarterback. So that's that's kind of what I'm hoping that we see out of Brock Purdy. Maybe he's fun to watch in the preseason. I'm not expecting great things. There's a reason why he was the very last pick in the draft. But best case scenario, he ends up being, you know, a practice squad guy that could potentially develop into an okay backup quarterback that we could use for a couple years while we have him on restricted deals. So... Anyways, uh, that being said, those are the quarterbacks on the 49ers. Next up, uh, next time, we will be doing running backs. <laughs>